and welcome back to the TTOT, Tatani Talks OT, the show here on Season 5 where we talk a thought of the day, a TOTD, from a pediatric OT to stay. OT, of course, standing for occupational therapy as I am a pediatric occupational therapist by trade. OT also standing for overtime. Doing it aside from the day job, working for the city. OT also standing for on target, hopefully talking different topics, ideas, suggestions, and tips, and the like that can help someone you know, or you, yourself, or your family, or friends around you. We're going to be taking a break for Pesach, Passover, God willing, at the end of next week, and then we'll come back and hopefully make it to the end of the season, and we have an idea in mind for the topic series for season six, God willing, in the fall after the big summer hiatus. So in my own life, I talk about sensory things a lot throughout the different seasons, throughout the different years. We actually just celebrated year four of completion of being involved in the show. We're in, now we have done four years, and of course season five here we are wrapping up the last few months. But in my own life, I often wonder if I myself have a sort of defensiveness in my life. When my wife and I used to go to weddings, when we used to be involved before, we used to be invited, (laughs) we used to be involved before we had kids and whatnot. A wedding, especially Jewish wedding, is very, very loud. The music disciple level is way, way, way too high, way, way, way too loud. And I have to put my hands in my ears, even when I try to put those, you know, things in my ears. Sometimes it doesn't really help. Sometimes it really doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't really make it any better. I wonder if on some level I have auditory defensiveness. I cannot stand nails on a chalkboard. I cannot sound loud things. When the train goes by, I'm waiting for the train every day. I actually have to cover my ears. When it goes by both ways, I find it very, very loud. When there's a, um, the fire truck going around, if I'm right next to it, it's also very loud. I wonder if on some level I have auditory defensiveness. Loud trains and weddings and loud music and when people are driving by, when they, which what I call, my wife and I call ASB, attention-seeking behavior. And they purposely blast music from the car way too loud. I wonder if it's any level of having some sort of a thing like this. So in my life, I wonder if we have such a thing. Of course, there's defensiveness. Of course, there's seeking behavior. Somebody who's an adventure seeker, they call it. They even use that word in the term seeker. They're an adventure seeker. They like to jump out of planes. They like to skydive, which I think is terrifying. I would not want to do that on any level. We actually saw the Amazing Race this season following our favorite couple on it, uh, I forget his name already, but they're the people that have the Holderness family that were on it. So one of the tasks that they had on that show was jumping off a cliff to bungee jump. And I'm telling you, I myself was anxious watching that. I could never do such a thing. That's crazy. Maybe I'm defensive on some level, but I'm definitely not a seeker in that aspect. But some people are adventure seekers. That means that they're sensory seekers. They need this. They crave this. They're missing it. It's not just about the thrill for the life, but maybe it's vestibular. They're seeking vestibular things and probably receptive-wise with their with their joints and sense and motion of the body, maybe they're seeking these things and maybe they need it. Somebody who needs to spin around and around in a disco set, that is someone who might need vestibular input. They're seeking the vestibular, the body in movement, otherwise known as, in their own life. Someone who keeps bumping into walls and needs to be hugged all day, needs to be held, maybe they're proprioceptive seeking. Maybe they need to feel their body joints being hugged and being held, so I would recommend a sensory vest for them, a weighted vest for them, or 
compressive material, compressive stockings in a material of a vest or clothing that would be kind of compressed where they would feel it tugging on their skin. Not in a dangerous way, not in a hard way, of course. But there's also oral secrets. People need to chew gum all day. Maybe they need the sensation in the oral aspect of their body, in the mouth. Someone who needs to listen to music all day. Maybe they're seeking auditory, auditory seekers. Someone who loves loud music, loves to hear blasting. Maybe they're auditory seekers. I myself think I'm auditory defensive, but other people might be seekers. And when you have olfactory, people need to smell wonderful smells in their office, in their home all day. Maybe they're olfactory seekers. And some smells are offensive to me. They smell offensive. They're too much to me. They're too intense for me. So maybe that means that there's olfactory defensiveness as well. But simple fact, different people need different things. And of course, sight-wise, things can be aesthetically pleasing. In the classroom, we need to have colors. Why? Maybe some children are visual seekers. They need to seek the visual, need to seek colorful, beautiful aspects of the surroundings in the classroom. If it's bland, it's too much for them. But again, then again, of course, there's visual defensiveness. If it's too bright or it's too intense, it's too colorful, or there's too much on the walls, it overwhelms the kid and it overstimulates the kid. Sensory integration by Jane Ayers proves, talks about the idea how we have to have the just right challenge incorporating the proper stimuli from all the senses, all seven, into the person to make sure they have what they need to get the challenge done. Of course, there could be taste, and we talked about that in the oral aspect, you know, touch, I need to have certain materials. I don't like wool on some levels. I don't like scratchy things. I like soft things. Maybe I seek the soft items in terms of my of my tactile sense. There could be tactile defensiveness. Kids who can't wear certain types of clothing. They don't like buttons. They don't like zippers. They don't like the tags on the shirts. So find tagless shirts is a solution. But some could be seeking. They want those tag shirts. They want to feel the tag going against them. They might need the brushing protocol from Wilbogger in order that they're brushed from proximal to distal, from the shoulder to the fingertips, or backwards from the fingertips to the shoulder following the proper Wilbarger brushing protocol. Very cool sensory brush that's out there. But we think about the different senses. We think about sight. We think about smell. We think about taste. Auditory, of course, we talked about we think about touch and tactile. We think about vestibular, the movement and sense one. We think about proprioceptive, the body joints in the world and how we go about the world. Are we defensive in the in the sensory ways in the seven aspects, or are we seeking in the seven ways of the sensory aspects? It's some food for thought. You have kids in your life. You have kids you work with, kids you know, or people you work with, people you know. Think about, look around at work. Do people need to be listening to music, or do they need it quiet? I tell you, when I was in grad school and college, I could not have a single sound around me in order to study. Maybe auditory defensive. It's too loud for me. It's too much for me. I needed complete quiet. I literally would lock myself in my room in the house I grew up with to study and not come out for hours because I can't have a single sound. My wife, on the other hand, needed sound, needed to hear things around her, loved studying the library of the college because she liked the sound and she could probably study with music in the background. I could not. I need to have it to be perfectly quiet, perfectly still. Interesting to think about in our lives and the sensory systems. Are we sensory seekers? Are we sensory defensive? Sensory aversive is another word where we want to avoid these experiences. We want to uh, make them not in our life, but go away from them, shy away from them, so they're not bothering us, they're not involved in us. But think about your own life. For me, I know things are too loud for me auditorily, and I know different types and textures that I like to eat or smell or see or feel or wear. In our own life, we could have such things. (coughs) It's interesting to think about, excuse me, in our own life. Join us next time as we talk the TOTD here on the TTOT, and I'm your host... 
ਪ੍ਰਾਣੀ 